Warning! What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Dr. Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showitz. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. God Welcome to GeekPod, the only podcast that's the equivalent of participation trophies. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Corbs. <laughs> What's happening, guys? <laughs> oh, well, I've had an interesting week. Lots of interesting stuff to talk about. But um, guess what I get in the mail today? Uh, I get a statement of my benefits and find out that I, I not only did I, but my wife also applied for unemployment on November 30th of last year. Did someone forget to mention that to you? Uh, yeah, yeah, they did. And I had to spend a ton of time on the phone with the uh, um, you know, New York State Department of Labor and then going and filing a fraud claim and putting a, a fraud alert on my credit because it somehow on the same date, they got both of our information. They even had her maiden name on this thing. Wow. Was, it was weird. Uh but yeah, I don't know if, if you guys have ever had that happen to you, but uh, I mean, I have the emails from the the state now saying that, you know, this will not be held against me if I actually need to draw on unemployment in the future. But it was kind of a shock and kind of ruined my day. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah, that's that's scary shit. Well, identity theft, you know, it is pretty scary. I'm just you know, How does this work if I if they steal the identity and then. I get the paperwork and call and say it's fraud because it doesn't look like they've been paid. It looks like the claim went in on November 30th and this was just saying, okay, we've approved you for this much. We're going to start paying you. So uh, where, where's the net gain in that? I don't know. And, and uh, it's funny because uh, where I work, it happened to one of the attorneys as well. Like that all created a shit storm there. So yeah, you. you're hitting the hard stuff tonight. Oh yeah. Diet careful. Cherry Pepsi. Careful, man. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm I'm slightly interested, and I, I may end up breaking down uh, and buying some. But there's a, a place out of Connecticut, Connecticut called Athletic Brewing, which makes non-alcoholic beer, and they have been getting rave reviews. Like they've made apparently made stouts that taste like they were barrel aged. No so kidding. My, my interest is peaked. I don't know if I'm going to do that or not. I don't know if maybe that's a good thing or a bad thing or what. But uh, it keeps popping up in my Facebook feed. Like Facebook <laughs> wants me to drink fake beer. So. I don't know. I, I hear the uh, the Heineken Double Zero is pretty good too. Yeah, I, I did I did see that in one of the comments on the threads. But I mean, Heineken sucks to begin with, so non-alcoholic right. Heineken just sounds awful. Even worse. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know why why don't why don't you just 
I drink the carbonated bong water. That's what I think Heineken would be like. I've never drank bong water, but okay. Do you know what pot smells like? Yeah. That's what I think Heineken tastes like. Okay. I, I can, I can, I'll give you that. Um, yeah. Oh, somebody got a message. Wasn't me. The, you know what? That's ridiculous because that is across my desk that you guys caught the vibration off of that. It's a testament to this this uh, blue Yeti mic. So what about you guys? Anything interesting? It's a big-ass mic, by the way. You like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> he calls it Big Mike. Yes. Now I'm going to get a nameplate for it. <laughs> well, for me, it's uh, after a full year uh, working for the government. Perfect. Working for the government. I'm going back to work. Oh yeah! Wait, are we doing geeked now? I thought we were just saying, "Hey, what's going on?" Well, that's what that's that's what's going on for me. It's oh, that's just it for me. It's it's just after a whole year of sitting on unemployment, uh, finally getting back into the the workforce. I got a job offer on Wednesday. Filled out the paperwork, all that stuff. I spoke supposed to start on the twenty second, depending on a background check. You're yeah. screwed. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's all under a different. That's all under a different name. Was it under Hugh Allen? Was, was it your unemployment claim? Or it was under Paul Showens, But that, that's <laughs> you don't want to steal my identity, man. That's that's just going to bury you further into a hole. <laughs> uh, Senator Jack. Oh, Jack. Yeah. Uh, uh, most people listening probably don't know who you're talking about anymore. No. No, it's been a while since Jack's been around. Well, Laura knows, knows who Jack is, and I'm sure uh, Corbs has told his girlfriend who Jack is. That covers no, 100%. I don't, think I've Jack, or I don't think I've told her about Jack. She doesn't know Jack. <laughs> she doesn't know Jack. <laughs> so where did you get a job? That's has been done, though. All right. What are you, are you going to be, like, filling cavities and stuff? No, no. Uh, working IT, doing uh, help desk. Okay. Perfect. So the big thing for me was uh, – was the benefits because I've been a whole year without any medical, dental, vision, anything like that. So I've let all that stuff go. I started going back to my, my regular doctor. I know obviously we've talked about that on numerous occasions. And I actually, I went to the doctors on Wednesday and uh, that's, I'll use that for what's got me geeked. So, but. Uh, now, wouldn't it be amazing if you're working for Aspen Dental, but they were like out of, out of network or something or the dental. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, I have a problem with Aspen dental anyway. So I, I'm, I'm probably, I'm going to try not to say anything bad about them, but they, they pissed me off a few years ago. Yeah. They've pissed off a few people, but you know, when I, when I talked to, the, to the, the lady, I talked to Heather and I talked to uh, the three people I interviewed with, they're not just a dental office anymore. I just assumed it was the, they, they did dental, the dental stuff. They've got over 900 locations in 43 States. Wow, I didn't, I didn't realize that, but they also do health now. They do the urgent care, and then they just picked up a place in North Dakota. It's like a, it's like a healing spa. Interesting. So they're going to start building that up. So, what's that does here? Work, does the healing spa work on teeth? <laughs> I don't. I don't believe so. I, you know, I, I blame Aspen Dental for the sad state of my, uh, my, my dental health. It is their fault. And, and you're not wrong. I can remember, um, I want to say 10 or 15 years ago, they had they had a bad rap. I mean, people were saying that they'd go in there for a cavity and get three teeth pulled. Or, or Oh, not even like that. Back when I worked at AT&T, when I had top-notch insurance, and I was like, okay, I'm finally going to get the problems with my mouth taken care of. 
I got bounced back and forth between what they have one in North Syracuse and one in Liverpool. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, will one of you guys pick me? But they back and forth for five years. Nobody would say, yes, you can come here. Oh no, you have to go to the Liverpool office. Oh no, you need to go to North Syracuse. Do you realize you've told me this 50 times? <laughs> Seriously for five years. And then the job closed and I no longer had dental insurance. So fuck right. me. And now I've got blown out molars and shit that causes me pain on a daily basis. It sucks. That wasn't even my rant for the week. Oh, God. That's going to get better. It's going to get a lot better. (laughs) Let's jump into our Valhalla minute so we can get closer to that rant. (laughs) Um, I'll go first this time. I've I've only gotten to play for a handful of hours this week. Um, I'm at uh, 152 for power. Yeah. Yeah. Laugh it up. (laughs) And I'm... uh, I'm now uh, in Dover. They they sent me down there to work those quests. Look at the cliffs, the cliffs of Dover. Dover, yes. they're white, they're pretty. Yes, that's that's where I I they sent me first. I had to sail around the the tip of the continent. Are you you're still in in Kent? Yes, it's the still sea? the the Kent. Yeah, Kent with the sea. Yes, better known as Sent. Right. <laughs> Dude, I, that that's where English comes from, so don't knock it. Right, I know. Oh yeah, I'm 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 well past that now. We still beat them in the war there, so we'll take that and run. I'm up to like a, I think like two two sixty something now. Jesus, for, for power. I went. I've been through Kent, uh, Essex. Which I think that's country. where they're sending me next. Yeah. Yep. And then you go from there, you go to some of the one that's just next to, to the, just to the west of Kent. I can't remember the name of it's called. So I think it starts with an S or something like that. And now I'm in uh, Glaucenspiel or something like that, which is more west. That sounds German. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when you get to, um, when you, because when you go into, into, I think when you go into Kent, is when you start trying to find Sigurd. Yeah, I, I've been working with uh, Bassim. Yep, yeah, and you, you start kind of jumping around a little bit, and you end up over in that one section, and you do you do find him. Like I said, let me know. Because when I, when, I, when I found him, I, I looked at it, and I was like, man, he looks like he got foobarred. That's, the, picture, I, the picture that you see of him, you know, he's you know sitting in front of like an altar or whatever, and look, you look at it, and you're like, holy crap, is he, is he dead? <laughs> And then you, you, you see him later and he's, you know, walking and talking and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Interesting. All right. I'll have to keep an eye out for that then. Yeah. Um, we're getting ready to assault a fortress to get the guy that's going to be the new elderman. Yeah. That That's where I'm at right now. Tormund, I, I believe, is the guy's name. We, we just kidnapped the wrong guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Yep. So... <laughs> When when uh when he runs and you have to chase after him, how far did you have to chase him? I don't think I chased him that far. <laughs> I don't know what I did wrong, but I chased him from that village all the way to the beach. <laughs> like it was <laughs> like when I finally caught up to him and captured him, it was like a, a fifteen hundred um click back run back. Did. No, you have like a run button, right? Yeah, I was using that. I had him running. 
I, at one point I considered getting the horse. But <laughs> I was I keep chasing him down. I, I unlocked two uh, fast travel points on my way through. <laughs> but I got him. And then you find out he's the wrong guy. See if I would have just listened to him in the first place. He was trying to tell you that you you had the wrong guy. Yeah. But. Well, I actually put down uh, Valhalla briefly. Uh, I got I'm up to about 120 hours of 320 or 40 power, and uh, so Thursday I I got a bonus day off um, for Employee Appreciation Month. They decided to let everybody have a day off paid. Nice. So I picked Thursday. I'm like, oh, all right, awesome. So I uh, kicking around the house, nothing to do. I'm like, you know what? I've really been wanting to play Avengers. And I'm like, I'm going on GameStop. Oh, they got it used for 17 bucks, or I could download it, you know, from PlayStation for 65. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? GameStop has this. It's like, okay, if regular post delivery, like if you order it from the big GameStop, it's like, you know, it'll be here in 15 days. Or it's like there by 1 p.m. if you order in the next two hours. I'm like, what is that about? And then it was pick up the store, wasn't going to be until today. I'm like, wait, so if I go to the store where you have the game in there in a box, I can't get it until tomorrow. That doesn't make any sense. But if I order it online, you'll have it shipped to me in two hours. Let's try this shit out. So I went ahead and ordered it. And lo and behold, Postmates was there within about two hours and dropping off both Avengers and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is another game I've been wanting to play. First of all, amazed by that. How cool is it? We live in a That's world really cool. where yeah, I can decide over breakfast. You know what? Fuck it. I want to try this new game. And it's here a few hours later. That's awesome. Um, second thing is uh, Avengers. Very cool. Um, I know you played it a bit. You have it, Paul. Uh, maybe you can help me. I'm stuck. I got to the point where you have to go and you have the the war board and you have to go on a mission. And I can't figure out how to go on the fucking mission. I, is, I it, is that the first first mission? Like, have you already done like the the five years prequel and then ran through the, the jungle with the Hulk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did all that. And now, now we, we have our base and we can travel to other bases, but it seems like I can't start a mission without other randos joining in. And I'm supposed to go to a place where there, you know, there's um tundra and retrieve some device. And I, I cannot figure out how to start the mission. I think that's exactly the same spot when I left off. So that's probably why I stalled on it as well as I couldn't figure out what the fuck I was doing. So because of that, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll try the other game I bought today. Horizon Zero Dawn. I bop it, pop it in. Holy crap. Is this an amazing game? Really? I don't even, I don't even know. I'm not going back to Valhalla for a few days, at least maybe longer. I'm really blown away by this game. And part of the reason I picked it up was because I've heard it's a lot like the Assassin's Creed open world games. And that it's really good and one of the uh ps5 games coming down the pipeline is a sequel to that so i'm like you know i should i should be able to get it cheap and i did it was like you know 15 bucks premise of the game is that and you don't you don't know this at first but basically you're, you're like um it's like an, everyone lives in like native tribes type things okay um but there seems to be you know a little bit of weird technology but not much you know it's mostly sticks and stones and spears and bows and shit and uh, you start off playing as a little girl, I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but she falls into a hole and while she's or a cave, basically, and as she's trying to find her way out, finds a fucking research station. This all takes place after we are gone. Wow. It's our Earth. Our technology definitely went up a little bit. So maybe it's 50, 60 years from now. And then something happens and boom, everybody's back to the Stone Age, um, except for the fact that the, along with the regular animals, there are also machine animals running around. 
These are like high tech, you know, mechanical fucking panthers and tigers and, and all sorts of really deadly stuff. And nobody knows where it comes from. They try to avoid anything from the age of metal, um, you know, but uh, it's, it's a really cool world. Graphically, it's, it's fucking blowing me away. Um, it's definitely a leg up over Valhalla. And interestingly enough, the control scheme, I'm a little, it's not weird, but it's weird coming from Valhalla because a few buttons are switched. Um, but this is, uh, while you do have a spear for attacking, uh, your bow ends up being your best friend. And to this day, I'm not adept at using the bow in Valhalla. I was great with it in Odyssey, but the, the bow in Valhalla is just a pain in the ass. And uh, here, right off the bat, it's smooth, it's fluid, it's fun. So uh, definitely when you guys are, are done with that, or if you have the opportunity, this is a really good game. Nice. Something to check out. Yeah. I like it. I've uh, I, I've been dabbling as well with um, an um, an MMO PC game right now. Um, gone back to Star Wars: The Old Republic. Okay. Game's like nine years old. Um, I w- I was given a an older gaming laptop yeah. by Aaron, and uh, it was on there. So I was like, "Well, what the hell? I'll log in and check it out." And I've been playing as a bounty hunter again and wow are there a whole lot of uh mandalorian clones in that game now yeah <laughs> yeah um it, it's it's pretty cool but definitely nowhere's near the caliber of valhalla um i keep waiting for my character in star wars to start cursing at somebody and then i remember it's not going to happen because it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's star wars and they don't do that um but yeah, I, I, I had an opportunity for a little bit, like messing around with the computer to try it out. Um, so I might make that another um, daily gaming thing. So it, it's fun. Uh, it, it's a pretty cool to be a bounty hunter and be able to just shoot people in the face. So That's what I've always wanted to do. Yeah, just without the danger of being shot back at. Yeah. I don't care about that. I do. I don't want to get shot. That looks like it hurts. Eh. Only for a minute. Yeah, probably less than that. Knowing my luck, this don't be such a pussy, Paul. I don't, I've had enough other injuries. I don't need a fucking gunshot too. <laughs> Come on, chicks the gunshot make just go away. What's that, Corbs? All the, the gunshot make all the, all the other pain go away. <laughs> probably permanently, yeah. <laughs> oh, you take the good with the bad, <laughs> right? <laughs> Anything else for video games before we move on to what's got us geeked? No, I mean, Valhalla is just, I enjoy playing it. Obviously, I mean, I'm, you know, 260-something power or whatever. So, still having a hard time finding the uh, the animals. Like, not the legendary animals, but just random animals. Like, I shoot a deer to get antlers. Like, I got, one's got antlers, you shoot it, and you don't get the antlers, you get leather. Right. Like, this, this is freaking ridiculous. So... And other than that, I mean, other than that, I enjoy the game very much. It's the first, like, game like that I've played. I mean, I've played a few other ones, you know, like Sniper Elite and stuff like that. But uh, this is the first game that I've actually played and, you know. like my hooked son into? Me. Yeah, my son watches me play every once in a while. I actually, my girlfriend was here uh, last weekend, I think, two weekends ago. Last Thursday, that's what it was. And uh, she was watching me play it, so – because she hadn't seen me play, she hadn't. She just heard us talk about it on right on here. So she was like, oh, "I want to see what see how it is." And I was playing. She's like, "Man, this is very violent." 
you know, stabbing people and breaking people's necks and decapitating people and pieces of arms going flying. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, my favorite yeah. one. It's just when you see a dismembered arm just go oh, flying through the air. And he was talking about this the heavy duel action where you can have two big. Like I have a, right now, I'm using a, uh, a sword and an axe and fuck, cut people in half with the axe. <laughs> that's which is awesome. <laughs> so, but that's it, you know. Just I enjoy playing it. I'm, I'm glad it was recommended, and I'm glad we all picked it up and have been playing it. It's something that, for the three of us to, to talk about and whatnot. So yes, that's it for me. I'm, I'm Perfect. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> gonna walk off into the tree line back there, or <laughs> actually, if you look, when I, if I stood up, it's it's actually like a pathway yeah, all the way nice. down. <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't think when I had my interview with the Geek Pod. Mm-hmm background was appropriate yeah probably not well and of course the one girl that i interviewed interviewed but she was just her regular like background yeah i had a uh, harbor and then the other guy just had uh like an office behind him yeah and that's, that's what i do it for work once too yeah. actually i think i have the oval office set for mine now <laughs> there you go and you know people judge you on whether or not your computer is powerful enough to run the background thing or not because not all computers can so. oh no kidding yeah I figured they would have had that worked out by now where it, it just kind of can, but no, I mean, there, there are requirements for it. I mean, I don't know. I don't think there are too ridiculously high, but there are requirements for the, the background program to work. I believe it. Okay, guys, what's got you geeked as I yawn on Mike? Jesus, wow. Man. You certainly seem excited about something. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I am super geeked and Paul knows what this is. Um, last Friday, no, Thursday, last Thursday. Okay, so I have been attempting to buy a PlayStation 5, kind of half-heartedly. I mean, I actually, um, I, I went and got the uh, the PayPal credit card, um, low, low limit, just 1500 bucks, and basically that is my uh, my play around card, because I have that monthly benefit I get from my, my company every month, so I'm just, I use that to pay it off, and that's what I got my PlayStation VR on, and I figured, you know, I'll have that paid off in a few months, and then I'll try to seriously get a PS5, but I keep getting alerts, so PS5 drop at Amazon, at Walmart, uh, at Target, uh, at GameStop, everywhere, and I'm like, fuck it, I have the money, you know, I'm still going to pay it off, it's not a big deal, so I've been trying for over a month now, um, every week, following around to different stores, saving my card information so I can try to get right it. Yep. And things are sold out in 30 seconds. You get, like, you don't even get a chance, right? And last Thursday, they were like, drop at 3 o'clock at Walmart. I'm like, fuck, okay, fine. So I get done with work, and I'm ready, and I just go right on. And, yeah, I usually grocery shop on Thursday. So I, they, what they do is they drop every 10 minutes. They drop another bundle of consoles to try to give you a chance to get it. Uh, 3 o'clock, couldn't get anything. 310, couldn't get anything. Finally, like, screw it. Okay, I'm going to go grocery shopping. I'm grocery shopping. I make it to Aldi's by 320. I'm in the parking lot trying to get it on my, on my phone, switching back and forth between the Walmart app and the website in the browser on the phone. Uh, walking around the store grocery shopping, failing <laughs> to buy a PlayStation 5. Leave Aldi, go to Price Shopper because I hit two stores on grocery shopping day. I'm going, I'm like, I'll try one last time. And then I just, I couldn't help myself. I kept looking at my phone as I'm going around the store, like, fuck, it's almost the, you know, the 10, try to get it. As I'm standing in front of the, the aspirin and all of the analgesics, my phone buzzes and I get a confirmed order. Nice. I'm standing there. I almost, and, and here, here's the funny thing about this. I had not gotten this far 
in the process before. So I didn't know that when you save a new card to Walmart, I guess you have to re-verify the card number on your first purchase. I get very, and you can, you know, you don't have it until you actually check out. So at this point it's not locked. I'm, it's like put in the three digit code. I'm like, fuck is usually my credit cards that I don't might not use on a regular basis. They stay at home. I don't, right. them. I'm like, fuck, do I have, I pull out my wallet. I'm throwing things around. I actually had the card with me. I put in the code. I'm like, this, this screwed me. This was my chance and it screwed me, but no, I got the confirmation. So I, I managed to purchase a PlayStation five incredibly excited to add to that, it said it was going to ship on, uh, it would be here by April 13th, which I'm like, okay. I mean, they're in, they're in high demand. Yeah, they're hard to get. I didn't care that, you know, I got my place in line. Right. right. I get an email today that it's going to be here on Sunday. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Now I'm excited about this, but he, here's the, the funny part of this. This is the first time uh, in video gaming history, at least mine, that I am buying a console only to make the games I already own on the previous console run faster. There is nothing in the current lineup I'm interested in remotely that I couldn't get on PlayStation 4, but um, it it runs Valhalla better. You get a free upgrade to the the PS5 version if you have the PS4 version. It runs all of the VR stuff. Like um, I guess at least loads faster, and a lot of games actually have upgrades. Like No Man's Sky uh, has a VR uh, mode almost unplayable and blurry on PlayStation four. Okay. On the pro actually pretty impressive on the five. So I I don't know if this is them changing me as a consumer, but I'm just happy that, you know, it's going to run better than my PS four, which has gotten kind of clunky. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. But in the future, I'm sure there's going to be lots of great stuff. Oh yeah. As long as you don't get one that catches fire when you plug it in, he'll be all set. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That makes it more fun. No, it doesn't. You don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. <laughs> Go pick some cherry blossoms. <laughs> the All background. Right. That's. <laughs> I got that. Um, now, what's got me geeked is um, this week, and by the time this comes out, probably within the next couple of days, is St. Patrick's Day. Woo-hoo. Yes. Normally, I'm a big proponent of celebrating, but there's two reasons why I'm not actually doing much of anything this year for it. Uh, because one, you're not actually Irish. That's part one. <laughs> and uh, part two is the other thing that's got me geeked. And um, that is uh, I- I've elected to start living healthier. Um, yes. Uh, so I won't be partaking in a bunch of drinking for it. I'm, I'm actually watching what I eat. I'm uh, I-, I actually downloaded um, my fitness pail. I think it's called to log what I'm eating. So I'm actually watching my calorie intake. Um, and I've only been doing it for three days and it's already, um, I'm, I've already lost weight and I, my A1C, my uh, blood sugar has dropped 40 points. So I might actually live to see 50. That would be great. Now, are you cutting out the beer totally? Not totally. Um, I mean, I have, I haven't drank in two weeks now, but that was just, I just haven't felt like it. Um, but we, we, we treated ourselves tonight. We had um, McDonald's in a limited capacity. It, um, it was funny because we actually still fit into our calorie intake. Because Kristen's been doing this. I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen any of this or not. She's yeah. been he- eating healthy. She's um, much more active. Uh, she's got me into it. We've got the treadmill that we've been using. Uh, she dragged me out on my lunch break today. And we actually went for like a 45-minute walk on our lunch. Nice. So... 
Uh, she's pissed because just in the two days, I've already dropped a pound and a half. Oh, she's going to be so mad at you because you're going to lose weight faster than her. Yes. And she's aware of it. Uh, and the best part, I'm sorry, almost two pounds. I, I, I dropped 1.8 pounds uh, as of this morning. And uh, so because I'm a really nice guy, I went, I went to Kylie and said, hey, when you see your mother, to say to her, hey, did you hear daddy lost almost two pounds? <laughs> you know, I used to watch what I eat, but I could only uh, get about as far as here and then I lost. Then you it. lose it in the nose. Yeah. 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 Well, no, in, in my mouth, technically. There's that too. My yeah. nose. <laughs> and then, no, Corbs, what's got you geeked? Well, mine's kind of in the, the, the same line. Uh, as I said earlier, I went to the doctors on Wednesday for my uh, three month checkup for my, uh, for my diabetes. And uh, the right, right about then is when I want to launch uh, um, Wilfred Brimley filter on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I hadn't, because I can't, couldn't afford the Ostempic, which is what I was taking. Um, I couldn't afford it with no insurance. So they were, my doctor gave me um, like the knockoff version of it. But the medication that they were giving me was two milligrams. I was only supposed to take one, so I wasn't taking it correctly. I was taking mm-hmm. it every other week as opposed to every week. So I talked to my doctor about it. Um, she said it's because it's a different brand, the dosage is different, so you still got to take it the same way. So I was okay. Um, so they did a blood draw just to check my A1C. Um, so when I first started going last year, my A1C was at 13. And for those of you who don't have the diabetes, that's, that's bad. Not, that's very, that bad. very bad. That's very, scary bad. Yeah. 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 That's diabetic coma bad. Um, so in the course of the, the year, my A1C has come down to before I went, before I lost my insurance, it was at a 9.4, which is, which is all right. It's, not, it's great. not great. No, not great, but it's better than a 13. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, to, so they called me yesterday and let me know that my A1C had dropped another point. I'm down to 8.4. Good. Making progress. To, the goal to get to is seven. Anything under seven is good. Yes. So that's my goal is to get it to a seven. So, And I wasn't taking my medication the right way. So they figured maybe if I start taking it the right way, it will lower it even more. So we're hoping, and like you, Paul, I have to start watch, watching what I eat exercising a little bit more stuff like that so hopefully hopefully within the next six months that i'll have my my shit under control so there you go good for you. That, to, to me it was great that it, i hadn't really been keeping it in check for the past year because i haven't had the insurance which is the reason for the the job and all that so for it to drop a whole point with me not necessarily taking care of myself that leads me to believe that i can do a lot better oh yeah put the effort in and you're going to see huge yeah. changes. Yeah. And it, the effort's going to come because I want to get it. I want to do it because I want to do it for my son. B I got to get, help my mom get hers under in check so she can have her um, surgery here. I just got to get it. Uh, she has glaucoma or whatever cataracts or whatever for her eyes. She's had it for a while. Um, she is technically legally blind right now because of it. But if they, she has the surgery, she'll be, She'll be fine after that. So, but they won't do the surgery because her A1C is not in check. Gotcha. The blood sugar is, I don't know, astronomical. So, but 
according to my doctor, everything is good. Blood, blood pressure is finally back in check. It was quite high the last time I went, which was nice. Um, but now it's, uh, she said the 122 over 88, when it was 144 over 88 the last time. So nice. Blood pressure was a little out of whack. They didn't check the cholesterol this time around. Um, but hey, I, I got positive notes out of it. So, uh, so we're going to, we're going to go forward. We're going to start eating healthier and doing better things and getting more exercise and working out and, and all that shit. So you're going to pick things up and put them down. That's I do that every day myself. That doesn't count. Like picking yourself up out of a chair. That's... Seen me lately? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that's, that's dead weight right there every time. It's dead weight. I mean, hasn't that been kind of painfully obvious that we haven't yeah. seen each other since we're doing this over Zoom? <laughs> painfully obvious is not one of my strong suits. So, <laughs> you know, maybe it's your background that's so pretty and looks like cotton candy. But when you said diabetic coma. My brain went to, can we find a way to control the language on this and make it sound nicer? Like sugar sleep. Doesn't that sound nice? It does, sure. but you, love- you, don't, you don't want these scary life-threatening things to sound nice. That's not <laughs> the idea, but I am writing that down. <laughs> I mean, it really does matter who's controlling the narrative on whether we want it to sound nice or not. Sure. I mean, yeah. Let, let's, let's be honest. There's a lot of that going around these days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is. And I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that that's going to get mentioned here after the break in your news segment. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> not even a little. I'm just talking in general. And I'm, I, I wasn't even sure. Am I doing the news after the break? Typically, that's how it goes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I should probably do my rant then. Well, it's not really my rant. It's not a thing. But um, I did want to bring up something that just piggybacks on something we talked about ages ago. And I have just enough time. So you're, you know that the vape, the vape mail ban is about to go into effect near the end of this month. They're banning all um, mailing the post office, FedEx, nobody's going to be mailing any vape stuff. And I talked about how the big tobacco companies are coming up with alternatives to smoking, which are getting fast tracked through uh, the government. I, I just want to, this past week, it was last week, Altria, who is owned by Marlboro, who has some new uh, smoking cessation devices like the, uh, I think it one's called the Q, which is a, it's a smokeless tobacco stick that gets heated up. They went to the FDA and they said, FDA, could you please come out and say that nicotine is not harmful so that when our new product hits the, the, the stores, people understand nicotine by itself isn't bad. It's all the other stuff that's in it. And I'm like, isn't it so fucking nice that you have enough money to have a cozy relationship with the FDA that you can come out and have them help you as you help, as you helped write the rules that destroy the vaping industry, which has been doing the same fucking thing for over 10 years. I don't know. I, I'm a little upset about that. Understandably so, because it is super hypocritical. Uh, yeah, it, it's incredible. And it just, it just, again, goes to show how much control even these old things like big tobacco still have have in our society. They can, they can just say, hey, let's change the rules. Oh, and let's, you know, can, can you say something nice about me so my date likes me? I mean, really, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. To roll in the more billions of dollars for them. Yeah, because that's what they need. But right. that's it. All right. Well, with that, stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back.
The fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest is coming with an all-new location, new celebrity guests, and more to enjoy. Sci-Fi Horror Fest has a new home for 2021 at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 27th and 28th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a family-friendly event featuring exciting guests including CJ Graham and Loren Malloy, as well as fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. More guest announcements will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.sci-fihorrorfest.com. That's www.sci-fihorrorfest.com. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be part of the fun. Please note, dates and details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. All right, and on to the news. Sorry, guys, I'm having a little trouble reading my notes here. Um, this is challenging. My eyes are a little irritated because, you know, yeah, how I said yesterday, I had some games delivered. Um, right as I sat down to start playing them, uh, Avery joined me on the couch, got next to me. She's like, she, I want to see the Avengers game. And then she says, Daddy, did you fart? And I don't, don't think I farted. I'm like, but I'm like, no. And she's like, something smells. And then she immediately proceeded to grab the Febreze um, disinfectant that smells like pine trees, point it at me, and spray it right in my face. Perfect. So, I mean, full, full on, like, from here, like, right in my face. Now, luckily, I had put contacts in because I thought I might do some VR that day. So that actually might have saved me from some of the, the bad stuff. But I had to throw out the contacts and rinse out my eyes. And it was it was awful. Like, it was so bad. I didn't even, like, yell at her. Like, you know, your kid does something really, really bad. You yell in a dad voice. Um, I couldn't even. I was stunned. I was like, she just tried to kill me. What the fuck? Kind of maced you. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, first up, don't call it a pod quack. Now, if any of you managed to catch Disney's rebooted DuckTales? No. Okay. Did you even know that was a thing, Paul? Uh, Wait, uh, rebooted again because Avery was into it when it came back, right? Is this the same reboot or no? No, I'm talking about the same reboot. You know that, that it was rebooted. Recently, a couple years ago, okay, right? And it's 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 currently ending. They're ending the run. It's going to be over, uh, but not completely because they are going to continue it in podcast form for at least seven episodes. There are seven episodes planned with the entire cast, everybody from top to bottom. It's going to be presented as uh, one of the boys is doing a podcast about the town, and all of the other characters are guests on that podcast. Uh, There is a preview up right now, but it premieres on March 29th. Now, while I'm all for the podcast medium, obviously, um, I'm not sure how DuckTales works as a podcast, but if Disney's doing it, they must have a pretty damn good idea. Next up, and I don't know if I should sing this like in the the, the old song, like make up your mind or just make up your mind. Uh, But now I've done it both ways. So I've covered all my bases. Ruby Rose has stated that she is open to a brief return to Batwoman. Now, if you don't know this, uh, Batwoman premiered last year, year before last year. It's confusing because we lost a year. I don't know what fucking day it is, but Ruby Rose was Batwoman for one season and then she left. Um, She said it was due to, you know, she had a back injury. She came into it too quick. She didn't know it was going to be so difficult. 
difficult, whatever. The, she leaves, and that leaves the uh, crew scrambling. What are they going to do? Season two of a show, having to recast the lead. Well, what they did is they, instead of recasting a different person as her, as her character, Kate Kane, they had a completely new character, Ryan Wilder, step into the Batsuit. Now, um, she said she's fine coming back uh, for a, a few episodes just to wrap up her, her character's arc. She just doesn't want to overshadow what they're building with Ryan Wilder. And first of all, I mean, it was you don't sign up for a TV show like this and bow out after the first season. I, you know what? The producers would have made concessions. They would have done whatever they had to do to keep her on. That really fucked them after spending an entire year building a story and now she's gone and she says she doesn't want to overshadow well you know what too bad paul have you caught batwoman yes okay the entire show is about her still yes now they're trying to find her character except what are they going to do you know they the the character comes back and then they have some bullshit excuse why she doesn't want to be batwoman anymore it's just it's a disaster i mean the, the show quality first of all i mean everyone's doing good ryan wilder is doing a good job but it sucks now Yes, it's definitely not the same show. Um, Season one was lights out. I love season one. Yeah. Fantastic. And just the whole vibe, the whole feel of this show, completely different. And and it's gotten to be one of the shows now where I don't care if I watch it. Yeah. And it's sad because I I was excited about the potential. I mean, they had introduced Tommy Elliott, you know, and and all these other Batman mythos characters, and it could have gone in a really cool direction. And then they kind of had to just change everything up. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, for instance, Alice, why the fuck is Alice messing with the, the new bat? That wouldn't happen in real life. She wouldn't give a shit. She wants to go get her sister or whatever, you know, it, right. it, yeah. they're forcing all these characters to like this brand new character as Batwoman, uh, which is really what they have to do. And, and it just doesn't feel right. Now the performances are still good. And Ryan Wilder, you know, is do the character is doing a, a great job. I don't know what the actress's name is. I'm sorry. Me either, but uh, she looks familiar from something. Yeah, but I mean, she's doing a great job, but with, with what she's got, that there, there's not a whole lot there. I mean, the show is still about Kate Kane every single week, and that's dragging mm-hmm. it down. I really wish there'd been a body in that fucking plane wreck, and they could have had a funeral, because what the show needs to really move on is to move on and not talk about Kate it, Kane any longer. And before you move on to it, and the way you're touching on saying everything is still revolving around Kate, even when we saw like Ryan's origin story where she had been kidnapped in that thing it still somehow came back to touching on alice and kate yeah it's it's insane like the amount that they're trying so hard to interconnect the whole thing just just let ryan have her story now if that's what we're doing yeah that's that's what they need to do uh, finally, goodbye, rapey skunk. Now, uh, some more sp- Space Jam news. After uh, they changed uh, one of the other characters, Pepe Le Pew has been um, completely removed from Space Jam 2, and apparently WB has no further plans for the character. Uh, they're going to retire him. Uh, if you don't know who Pepe Le Pew is, um, if we called him the rapey skunk, but uh, he was a skunk, and there was a, a female black cat who accidentally got out a white stripe painted down her back and he was just in love with her so he would chase her all over the city and grab her and try to kiss her and do all the things that you know we get canceled for these days you know he's basically a walking me too uh you know training program for what not to do now it's it's funny you know people you're some people are really mad about you know the cancellation of a cartoon skunk i personally don't give a shit do any of you guys care nope nope 
All right, then. Then that's the news, kids. Now, I am going on Twitter to take credit for all those stimulus checks about to go out. I figure if Mississippi Senator Roger Wicker can vote no on the bill and then publicly take credit for the positive stuff in it, I can, too. I had as much to do with it passing as he did. You're welcome, America. Paul? In other news, donkeys are commonly used by the Iraqi military to launch rockets. Back to you, Corbs. All right. Donkeys. (laughs) Donkey. I was thinking this hit Shrek. Donkey. All right. So, movie this week. Uh, one of my favorite movies is Bachelor Party. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. It was released in 1984. That sounds like a movie that wouldn't fly these days. That's for sure. That's for definite sure. <laughs> I give you that one. That is definitely a foregone conclusion. Uh, stars a very young Tom Hanks. Um, post Bosom Buddies. Great show. Also a, a show, show that wouldn't fly. fly just, yeah, no. And uh, our video vixen, Tony Katane. <laughs> you know, don't remember her. She was the hood ornament in the White Snake videos. <laughs> wow. Imagine yeah. that being your achievement. Her achievement is uh, she was married to Chuck Finley, a pitcher for the uh, California Angels, and beat the living shit out of him. So she beat the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so the movie is directed by uh, Neil Israel. Again, like I said, released in 1984. It is a it stars um, Tom Hanks as uh, as Rick. He's a crazy un uninhibited, fun-loving school bus driver, plans to marry his long living girlfriend, Debbie, played by Tony Katane, a sexy shop girl from a rich, disapproving family. Rick and his longtime circle of buddies plan a wild bachelor party, and Debbie fears that self-proclaimed great guy Rick will cheat on her during the wild bash uh, in the hotel suite with guest strippers and hookers. Furthermore, her ex-boyfriend Cole, a dumb blonde preppy type favored by Debbie's father, wants to marry her instead and bumblingly tries to break up the engagement. Cole succeeds to the extent of convincing Debbie and her bridesmaid to infiltrate the chic hotel where Rick and his gang are partying, disguised as glammed up whores themselves to spy on the men. Between the scheming, intrigue, pranks, mis- understandings and drug and sex-fueled mishap, Rick's, Rick's bachelor party turns into a mo- monumental incident complete with mul- multiple arrests and an early morning car chase. Just, if you don't remember the car chase, I can't help you. Did you uh, say guest strippers and hookers? Yeah. See, I know there are strippers and hookers, but I've never heard of guest strippers. Well, they, what it is, Why is don't they, we have those, Paul? Yeah, why don't we have those on our show? Guest strippers. Uh, we can, I can, we can probably make something similar to that happen. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't want to see. Sorry, Corbs. <laughs> yeah, you know where that that that's where he was going. So, <laughs> uh, this raunchy comedy is 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 lucky to get salvaged by a star. Uh, according to publicity, Bachelor Party was actually inspired by the real life Bachelor Party of director Neil Israel's brother. Uh, the while these lowbrow jokes, lowbrow joke experts keep the narrative moving along at a fast clip, uh, 
amidst the locker room, pot, potty humor, um, the friend who tries to kill himself, anything from drowning himself in a bathtub to trying to cut his wrist with an electric razor. Um, it's basically one of those teen comedy, early 20 comedies from the, from the 80s, i.e. Porky's, Porky's Revenge, Porky's 2. It's the hangover's grandfather. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much, yeah. I would, I would. That would be an accurate depiction of that movie. Um, would it be father? I don't know. Maybe father. Uh, no, grandfather. That's like forty years ago. Oh, right. so, um, I, again, I liked it. it. It's, it's a good movie. Um, extreme. You know, they got for the nineteen eighties. You know, the movies, the eighties. You got the Porkies and all those. Animal movies. House. You're saying there was boobs. Yeah. 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 Okay. There were boobs. Yeah, you know, there's the, 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 the dancing donkey and shit like that in it. So uh, I give it two and a half, two and a half stars. Maybe maybe a little generous on my part. Um, but this is a movie, you know, I'm sure that Tom Hanks himself probably does not put on his resume. So anymore. Does he, does he even need a resume? Right, his is resume is I'm Tom Hanks. Yeah, <laughs> is anyone going? Yeah, we like you, but we'd like to see what you've done before. Right. <laughs> so, well, our good friend Roger Ebert, he has his own opinions here, uh, and apparently this came out on January first, nineteen eighty four. That's what okay. I'm hearing. Um, he gives it three stars. Ooh, and he says. Bachelor Party is 1984's version of the annual summer food fight movie. With a movie like this, it doesn't really matter whether anyone actually throws mashed potatoes across the room. What matters is whether the movie is faithful to the spirit of Blotto Bluto and National Lampoon's Animal House when he yelled, food fight, and the madness began. The story this time is about this guy who decides to get married and his friends decide to throw him a bachelor party. That's about it. The first half of the movie sets up the party, and the second half of the movie is the party. Both halves of the movie are raunchy, chaotic, and quite shameless in aiming at the lowest possible level of taste, of course. The bachelor in the movie is played by Tom Hanks. He was the guy from Splash, who the mermaid fell in love with. I didn't think he was all that terrific in Splash. I thought he was miscast, and they should have gone for somebody who was less of a conventional leading man. But in Bachelor Party... He's a lot more funny, and I enjoyed the performance. He plays the kind of guy who goes over to his fiance's house for dinner and drops table scraps onto the floor in case they have a dog. In case. In case. (laughs) And if they don't. Then you're just a dick. (laughs) He has a great one-liner when he has to introduce himself to his fiance's nerdy ex-boyfriend. The name is Bond. James Bond. During the chaos of the party itself, one of its primary roles is simply to direct traffic. The idea during the party, I think, is to approximate the spirit of one of those Jack Davis drawings in Mad Magazine, where dozens of people are running around like crazy, and down in the corners you can see strange little figures doing inexplicable things. Most of the gags depend on varieties of public embarrassment, and some of them are pretty funny, especially when the women decide to have their revenge by visiting a male go-go bar. Is Bachelor Party a great movie? No. Why do I give it three stars? Because it honors the tradition of a reliable movie genre. Because it tries hard, and because when it is funny, it is very funny. 
It is relatively easy to make a comedy that is totally devoid of humor, but not all that easy to make a movie containing some genuine laughs. Bachelor Party has some great moments and qualifies as a raunchy, scummy, grungy, blotto, blue movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, so there you have it. Bachelor Party. Two and three quarter stars if we blend them together, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Three stars um, for freaking Roger Ebert. That's that's uh I was a little shocked. Yeah. He's he's not that type of uh well, I should say he's not. He wasn't. He was always a traditionalist. He didn't this really like proves movie. he can be objective though. That was a very objective mm-hmm. review. And my, my respect level for him has gone up a little bit um just because of that review. I'm yeah. glad I could facilitate that then. I thank you, Paul. <laughs> you've made my evening good my eyes um, don't even hurt anymore i can see perfectly but they, they still smell refreshingly of pine <laughs> yes they do <laughs> um so because we took last week off uh we didn't get to discuss the wandavision finale guys oh yeah what uh what'd you guys think <laughs> did, did, didn't see that coming um i mean it's, it's we we never got our house of m moment no no we did not and it, it you know i i i respect them for you know coming up with something new i mean i totally thought they fooled us all i feel like they fooled yep. us all and I, I i don't i mean i've read reviews online saying what happened in that last scene in the cabin but watching it i don't really understand it i mean i almost wish that hadn't been tacked on there because we know that they're both in the wind but they threw that on there and so she's walking around drinking coffee and in the astral plane were they both her i mean i i I don't it wasn't clear upon the first viewing what happened there and nobody in my house understood uh, you know immediately yeah um my takeaway from that was she was pulling the same trick that dr strange pulled in endgame with the myriad possibilities but she was using it literally like to have her life drinking coffee and then the rest of her aspect is reading the entire fucking dark world which is not a good idea so i mean and that's obviously where we're going to roll right into um multiverse of madness so you think she's going to be even more of a bad guy she is going to be a catalyst because she's going after those kids like as she was reading it we heard the kids calling out and that's got to be one of the one of the different universes and she's she's gonna do something to go after them and that's gonna that, that's yeah shit's gonna not go well so she's gonna walk into uh dr strange too like fred durst and break stuff yes yes All right. wow Pretty um, good analogy right there. Right? She needs the backwards red ball cap, though. That's true. That's, we've got to. Uh, what do you guys think of the costume now that she is officially the Scarlet Witch? Okay, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we started drinking, so I was trying to like corpse. I talk a lot, so I was trying to be. You do, I, and yeah. that's my thing. I don't talk a lot at all. Well, you know what? I, I think it's it's classy. 
I think it's appropriate. Uh, I read that she actually had some input on it and she was kind of upset by some of her costumes in previous movies where she was like the only one with cleavage uh, and that bothered her. So yeah, I I think that it's a a good update to the classic costume gets the point across without being like, Hey, look at my tits, Um, Mm -hmm. which is, which is really what we need. You know, that's, that's one of the differences between, you know, you know, putting things on on celluloid and the comic books, you know, the comic books haven't really matured. uh, Whereas the movies have. True. Um, I got a huge vibe that they, they took a lot from her gypsy costume from like the, the 2000s in Avengers. Like that that was the look. It looked to me like they were going with. I, I like it a lot. It, it fits. Um, I'm still not so sure about this whole shoehorning in does the Scarlet Witch thing. Like so we officially have the name now. Yeah. That was a little yeah. weird to me. Um, and we didn't get a, a huge explanation on it. Like she she's now like another breaker of worlds, like like we yeah. got in Shield. So hopefully and, there's more. And do you think that this dark hole being here now eliminates Shield from canon, like people are saying? That that's all I've seen is that the producers and stuff are saying, nope, this is the only official one. So, I, I mean, are we also going to find out that that was also an alternate Earth now? I mean, that's that's an easy way to explain it off. Yeah, but aren't they, aren't, aren't Coulson and Quake rumored to be in Secret Invasion? Oh, God, I hope so. I hadn't heard that. I yeah, really hope yeah. they are. Uh, you know, I and I, I feel like it was a little more than a rumor. Like, there was actually a little bit of proof when I saw it. I, Again, I don't see any reason why the dark hold can't exist in both places. I don't, I mean, this is fantasy. Okay. Right. There's no reason that just because you use it here, it can't have, nothing could have happened, you know, with it back then. Um, I know that producers, when they take over things or they do a movie, they like to do their own vision, but I really think you need to take the entire continuum. And the whole thing about Marvel is it's all connected. Well, keep it connected. Right. I mean, nothing has happened on TV and Netflix that cannot be accounted for in the MCU. Yeah, because everything doesn't have to be tied in so deeply that everything affects everything else. Like, we're going to get ripples. Like, that's why I like the Netflix shows is they referenced what happened in Avengers, but only the big shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the stuff that, yeah. The the big green guy in Battle of New York, you know? Yes. And that was fine. That was all that was needed. And if they bring those characters back in uh, through the, the MCU... I, I can't imagine that anything happened there has because they're not going to retell those stories right. anyway. I mean, they, they, they're, they're too recent, you know, they're not going to go back and try to redo that stuff. Uh, I think it makes sense to keep that established uh, lower in those established characters and just utilize them now uh, on a grander scale. Yeah. That's why I'm hoping the rumors with uh, Spider-Man three are true about Charlie Cox yeah. reprising his Matt Murdoch. So what about you Corbs? Who doesn't talk? I, I, you know, I enjoyed the whole concept from somebody who doesn't read the comics. I mean, obviously, it, it, you have to play off the comic at some some points, but like you guys are saying, it it didn't hold true. It kind of went in its own direction. I didn't understand the whole vision versus white vision when he kind of, from what it looked like to me, gave him all of his memories. 
Is that what? Is that what? Technically, what he said was that the memories are already inside White Vision, but they were being blocked because of the government programming. And I think what he did is unlock those memories. So, in theory, that Vision should have memories right up until the end of Endgame. I don't think he would have the memories inside uh, Westvale, but he would have all the memories leading up up to that point. And then uh, that was kind of the end of it. Like he was gone after that. I didn't, I didn't understand why he didn't stay around or anything like that. I think that was his mission directive was to kill vision, kill vision. But after the, the, the ship of thesis stuff there, Theseus, I think that's when he realized that he really was the vision. So, okay. I mean, it's a prime directive kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have to go be suicidal? I mean, go bash himself into a cliff or something <laughs> full speed. <laughs> Hopefully, he gets a little bit of color because I really wasn't fond of the white. Like, I like the cool nod back to the comics, but I yeah, didn't really work on screen for me. Comics and the the uh, original Captain America and the Avengers arcade game. Vision was white yes. in that game as well. Yes. Yeah. Again, work, yeah. worked on a, on a video game screen, not on. Yeah. You know what was weird about it though is that with Paul Bettany in both makeups, he looked really different all white. Did yes, you notice did. that when they had the close-ups? It wasn't just he was acting different or whatever. It almost looked like a different person. And yeah. I just I was amazed that they could just with the color, you know. I mean, maybe they did other stuff there, but uh, yeah, it, it, I noticed it and I kind of whoa. Yeah, it, it was it was cool to at least get to see the white vision. In real life, for once, yeah. yeah, that was I, I. I dug it, and then I was like, "Okay, we need regular vision back." So, <laughs> um, all in all, I thought it was it was great, start to finish. The show was really good. Uh, we had all the whiners about the first few episodes being slow, but that just goes back to not really getting it. I think. Well, I, I saw an article today that said that WandaVision somehow made a streaming service appointment TV, which is not something streaming services generally are. Uh, and apparently this was a huge, huge hit, you know, across the board for, for the, the, we and the not we. Cool. And I expected it to be big. I mean, cause practically everything Marvel does is a hit with them. Oh, so, yeah, definitely. And I, I'm glad it worked out. And I I'm looking forward to next week when we get Falcon and the winter soldier. Yes. Yeah, man, and we'll be through our, We'll be through our movie watching thing by then. We started uh, Infinity War tonight. Sweet. Got about an hour of that. So we 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 made it. Now that's awesome. I want to ask you guys, um, are you caught up now with The Walking Dead? Yes. Yes. And uh there was uh interesting conversation apparently, Paul, that you had with somebody who's a friend of the show. Yeah. Oh, she is gonna be so fucking mad right now. Yeah. Um Corbs, what did you think of the current episode where we met Leah? Um, it kind of gave a little burnt back. Bleh, exactly. Background, uh, to Daryl. I mean, it kind of filled in the blanks of where he was looking for his his brother, his man, homie. Brother, yeah. His man, homie. <laughs> so I didn't think it was bad. I, I didn't enjoy the episode. It was kind of slow. I didn't really. There was, you know, I mean, him walking around and throwing fish at her door and shit like that. I loved that. He just talks at the door. (laughs) She doesn't doesn't answer the door. I mean, and then she disappears. She's gone. 
Is she I mean, dead? That's the question. Is she going to come back later on? Is she dead? Does he find her someplace? You know, has she been? Did she end up with somebody else in another group someplace? Is she part of the group that's got uh, what's his what's his name? Rick. What? Oh, you didn't? No, that's that. They're too far away. Right. It's just it. It's weird that she was there. It was a whole episode about that, and then she's gone. My question: If she's not dead and she resurfaces. You have a kid with by Daryl. That could, I don't know. Did they no, make it that far? Because there's a Daryl and Carol uh, spinoff coming up after this, and he's not going to leave his kid or his girlfriend behind to go biking with Carol across the. Country. See, and that's what I thought too. But it looks like they're trying to separate the two characters, didn't it? With this episode, like there's it clearly did. a rift here. There is. Well, you notice something about that rift. Uh, while what Daryl was saying was true, he was also behaving kind of like a kid does. You know, when when you get, you know, and she says, well, I've, we've never talked about this. It's all we talk about. Just saying the opposite thing to say something, mm-hmm. um, right. which which that that brings up the, the point I wanted to make about this. And I understand some people felt it was boring or just an origin for dog. Um, there's a lot more going on here. OK, let, let me let me give you some some information. What we saw here was the background of Daryl's abuse and the way he was raised. Daryl has always struggled making attachments. He's always struggled putting himself first. He's always helping other people, but never helping himself, you know, which makes him both good and tragic. And a lot of that has to do with the abuse that he uh, experienced under Merle and his father. You know, they, they, they were awful people. They were, you know, uh, drug addicts and, you know, drug sellers, and they were just terrible people and he managed to keep his kind heart through all of that abuse but it affected him in the way he creates relationships and the way he gets close to people if you look at what happened in this episode it took years for him and leah to get to the point where they eventually did okay because remember all those time jumps there's there's a a couple years i mean you know how many dates do you go on somebody before you, you sleep with them? Everybody ask yourself that you know real question is it two is it three is it four do you wait two or three years before you get close. Generally not. He can't help it because he is emotionally stunted because of the abuse that he experienced. This is the first time, mind you, this show's in its 10th season and it's done time jumps of what, three years, four years. Daryl hasn't been, uh, hasn't gotten any in like 14 years. Okay. We've seen him this entire time. He's not been in a relationship. So first of all, A, I think the character deserves it. But B, if you're paying attention, we got to see who he really is, which is somebody who is emotionally damaged and has trouble creating and maintaining relationships that directly enrich him. Like, you know, being in love with somebody is for you. You know, when it comes to making a relationship with Rick or Carol or where it's about keeping everybody safe and sacrificing to help them, he's fine. But when it's just about him, he can't decide, is he worth staying there? Does he deserve that kind of love if he stays with her? And he says it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's saying when he, they say, where do you belong with me, with the group? Where do you belong? And he says, I don't know. What he, The question he's really answering is, do you deserve to be loved? And that's why I think it was a fucking fantastic episode. And I'm sorry to friends of the show who uh, disagree, but I mean, if you were paying attention, that was one of the most emotionally complex episodes we've ever gotten of The Walking Dead, hands down. But you had to be paying attention. Yeah. Where, where does that fit in with Clear? Wasn't that also one of your favorites? Uh, Clear? Yeah, with Morgan? Yes. 
how does it fit in like where does that rank with it like is is that on par yes yes but clear was was a more traditional episode it was more traditional storytelling in in this last one you you had to be paying attention to how daryl reacted to people and thinking about his past and how many people watched that show weren't even thinking about the fact that you know he's basically behaved like a teenager the entire time the show's that's very true and you, know? you look at this way deeper than I did too. And when it's when you say it now, it's like, yeah, all that makes sense. Like I I I watched it through and I appreciate it for like the great character moment we got for the whole thing and like seeing a different side to him, but I didn't even factor in like all the previous abuse and all that, like you're saying now, and it it makes so much sense. And and just the anguish in him when the uh the map fell apart on him. Yeah. Because I mean that that was he he has to have a mission. He doesn't know how to move on. He doesn't think he deserves to move on or be happy. It's mm-hmm. got to be about the next thing he's doing for somebody else. Yes, yeah. Because that's what you could see with all that time is that's all that mattered was finding Rick. Like that's what he had to do for the rest of them. Yeah. And just like when Carol came back, his first thing: How are the kids? Has he's worried about them? Yeah. Yeah. So he's got the biggest heart, and the people who have the biggest hearts a lot of times are the ones that take the most shit and have the most problems. Yeah. What did you guys think about the first episode though? Like when, with Maggie coming back. Oh, that's right. Cause we didn't really discuss that. Did we? We couldn't because you guys hadn't seen it yet. Yes. Uh, Phenomenal. When they kept referencing Herschel, I had completely forgotten that they, they had named the kid. So I'm like, wait, no, he died years ago. Like, no, (laughs) (laughs) um, the the freaking sniper dude that was freaking awesome yeah that was that was very cool all these episodes are going to be different anyway and people need to temper their expectations understanding that these were episodes they filled filmed under lockdown mm-hmm. so they're not going to be like what we're used to but it's also giving them a chance to do more personal stories yeah. and more more pared down a laser focused stories and I mean, it's kind of nice, at least in my opinion, to take a break a break from the the zombie killing to mm-hmm. maybe flesh out some of the characters a little more. I mean, that's what we're going to get. I don't know when it's going to be, but we're getting the Here's Negan episode here in these six episodes. I can't wait for that. We're getting what? Here's, here's Negan. Negan. Here's Negan episode. The Negan backstory. Yeah, based, based on the uh, Here's, ne- here's Negan, the one-shot comic. Where they, I thought they, it was a miniseries. Was it only a single issue? No, I, think it was, I think it was a single issue, yeah. And uh, which told, you know, where he was before the apocalypse. Um, I can't wait for that. Jeffrey Dean Same Morgan here. is going to kill that. I can't yeah. wait to see that. Yeah, just, just because cool. of everything I've heard about that comic, I cannot wait to see that done. That is going to be phenomenal. So uh, what about the... I mean, obviously, the Reapers are something something new for the comic. For not, they're not in the comics. I read that. So, what do you guys think about them? As a as a obviously, the the sniper there is part of that group. You think they're going to be better, worse off than the uh, Whispers? Think it's going to be different? Uh, with the limited amount of time we've got, I don't see them being as big of a threat as we've seen in previous seasons, because I can't see this jumping into the new right. season the final season there's a lot of shit they're gonna have to wrap up in that yeah, final i mean season. it's it's an extended season but still if they're gonna end where the comic ended they've um, got a long way to go yeah and i'm just like man when they they showed up i'm like oh great another group of people who want to kill them you know i just want to see them rebuild deal with walkers and, and shit i mean that most people probably think that's boring but uh i'm tired of the the new i mean we've gone through we've burned through all the enemies 
mm-hmm. in the comic. I mean, the the whispers were the last ones, and then it moved on to the Commonwealth storyline. Not to say there aren't um, antagonists in that storyline, but it's not some mysterious group of roving people that kill other people. Right. Gotcha. All in all, so far, I'm loving the new season. Well, the rest of the season. It's, it's not yes. really a new season, but loving it. Like I actually have like a, a renewed interest now. Like It was waning for a while, and now I, it, it's Destination TV again. Like I cannot wait to turn it on. Yeah, it's a new awesome. uh, Paul, what about the, this Wednesday coming up? You know, it's coming back, right? Mayans? Oh, is, see, I haven't even started it. <clears throat> I, no, I haven't seen this, this coming Wednesday is season three. Oh no, but I'm saying I haven't even seen season one. Like I didn't, I didn't get on board with that. Get out of here! <laughs> you can't kick me out. It's my, hey, Corbs, my Zoom. Maybe the Mayans is Paul's supernatural. Did you oh. ever stop to think of that? <laughs> I did not until right now. Right until just before you said that, I was like, "That's probably a supernatural." <laughs> Very good. Very good. all right uh what do you say we hit the last break and we come back and wrap this up guys sounds good to me all right stay tuned folks The fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest is coming with an all-new location, new celebrity guests, and more to enjoy. Sci-Fi Horror Fest has a new home for 2021 at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 27th and 28th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a family-friendly event featuring exciting guests including CJ Graham and Loren Malloy, as well as fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. More guest announcements will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.sci-fihorrorfest.com. That's www.sci-fihorrorfest.com. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be part of the fun. Please note, dates and details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. And we are back. All right. Um, so I'm going to go ahead with this one. I was at Wegmans and I saw something that both mystified and horrified me at the same time. Um, are you guys aware that the mullet is back? It's not like the monkey. Beard. He, not here. That's like, like, south of like north carolina it can't be here it was oh here the the kid that rang me out his name is sam because i took note of his his name tag he he is rocking a mullet and i i was doing some research earlier and um and, I, and i'm linking to 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 an article from menshealth.com uh talking about how the mullet 
is um is a is a fashion statement in 2021 again and exactly why it is and how you should um get your hair cut um and because i figured you guys wouldn't really buy what i was saying um i'm gonna go ahead and and show you guys something and i'm trying something new here i'm gonna try and throw a picture up for you guys and for the the show when when people are watching back and hopefully this works uh this is was from a quick google search that i grabbed okay um fingers crossed for you paul right trying new things in real time is always scary yeah i'm guessing the picture would have come up by now oh something is happening hello what the now this is what we've got um if you'll notice this is a bunch of pictures of the current mullet and um picture number two top top group number two that's what i'm seeing out in public now um that's yeah we, we've we've well, got well, hold on a second one and two are not mullets three um, definitely two, well i'm sorry that now that i'm looking close at number two it was longer more like the, on number three on the kid i saw a little bit shaggier but with the shaved sides like that and, and it's very clearly a mullet and, and like this is a thing now i'm gonna take the picture down now is that all right yeah, that's fine. All right. I don't think most of those are mullets. I don't buy. Um, it. some of them are weird. Like on the the third one on the bottom row, that looks more like the guy from Imagine Dragons. <laughs> you, you put those pictures up, and, and the first thing I thought of, and, and you know, this is going to sound weird, but I thought of Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Okay, I can see that. Hugh, um, for you, Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs football team. Oh, I thought you were talking about Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> that was a friend of you guys. All right, all right, thank you. <laughs> oh, you're leaving dead air while you write again. Sorry, I mean you guys should know how to pick that up. <laughs> uh, so, so what do you think? I mean, obviously, that's my new haircut. I, you've got a long way to go. My <laughs> I friend. wish you could grow that. I would love to see that on your head. <laughs> I'm pretty sure over in uh, all the Halloween costumes in the in the basement, um, I have a blonde mullet wig somewhere. So, I mean, maybe one of these shows, I can rock that for you if you really want. But I was thinking that, like, if, if someone was going to uh, to bite the bullet and uh, do it, I mean, there's only one possible opportunity there to do it. Okay. First of all, <laughs> the mullet shows... Uh, laziness and a lack of follow through it's having long hair but not having to deal with the awkward stage where it's in your eyes you know what suck it up buttercup if you want to have long hair you have to do it the right way or you look fucking stupid i mean that especially the end part you're right that that fucking mullet looks stupid I'm um i'm gonna ask this question paul okay you were there you saw this kid was he rocking a monkey beard too no <laughs> Clean shaven, but with the mullet. Wait, so is that what we do? Do, do we have somebody go with the, the, the mullet and the monkey beard? Hey, somebody like anybody's going to actually do that. Nobody here is going to do that. I mean, there's only one possibility. Yeah, yeah. You, you, can, you can put that right back in your pants. Paul. You can go ahead and suck a dick is what you can do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I will not specify what gender that dick has to be. I'll let you make that decision. 
Birds, I'll fill you in off mic. <laughs> there will not be any mullets or monkey beards here. <laughs> I tried, Corbs. I really tried. <laughs> and look, I'm getting better at uh, figuring out who to like, which direction to look at people so it actually looks like I'm. <laughs> yeah, that helps. No, I actually, actually, you remember a while back I was saying I was really worried about my hair because it, it seemed like it was thinning out and I was having issues with it. Yes. Um, switched over to uh, Pantene. Um, repair conditioner and at first i wasn't so sure but my hair is back to being nice and thick and the tangles all come out and i'm not you know combing an entire cat out of my hair every day so it definitely was a a dry damaged hair issue so definitely not uh no no not, not going mullet <laughs> no, well that's not happening both fortunate and unfortunate for the show i guess i mean it would be even better if we could get you to do it like on camera dude <laughs> You may want a monkey beard, but you're going to have to find a trained monkey for that because I've always wanted a monkey. It would just be really cool. What? Easy Michael Jackson. Oh, no, no, no. No, monkeys are awful. They're they're, they're They're evil little fuckers. They they throw their poop at you and they steal your shit. And apparently bite noses off. Wasn't that a thing? I don't know. I haven't heard that one. That was years ago. I think some lady got one as a pet and it fucking freaked out and bit her nose off. Well, I'm sure monkeys have probably bit every part of a human body at some point or another. Agreed. Um, so let's wrap this up. Corbs, you had something you wanted to bring up? I just wanted to mention uh, Myers Leonard. I don't know if you guys know who this fool is. Uh, nope. Okay. He is a basketball player for the Miami Heat. And apparently he was live streaming a video game he was playing and called somebody a anti-Semitic word. I'm not going to use that word on mic. It's uh, not okay. Uh, I have a friend of mine who is of that faith. And even he said that it's not okay to say that word. Myers Leonard's thing is, is he said, quote unquote, he didn't know what it meant. Okay. That okay. that's yeah. um, but if you if you see the, the video and you listen to what he's saying, he fully knows exactly what he is saying. Like it was in context, is in what you're context. saying. It was saying he was saying it and his his way to, to, to kind of be like, Oh, uh, I didn't know what it meant at the time. I had to look it up and what it meant. Mm, don't don't be a dumbass. I'm I'm sick and tired of these people, athletes and whatnot, doing this stuff and then backtracking saying, Well, I didn't know what it meant. Right. Not okay. my fault. Just passing right. the buck. Yep. Right. Oh, I didn't know. I was never taught that word. I, right. I'm sorry. Uh, everybody knows what that word is. I, like I said, I'm not going to say it. Uh, I wouldn't do that to, fr- to my friend to say that. And, and he doesn't even watch the, listen to the podcast. And I wouldn't do that. It's, it's not right. Um, and all he got was a $50,000 fine. So it's he, literally nothing to him. And he's not going to have to pay the fine because he's hurt. I saw that, that he's not going to have to pay the fine because he is actually on the injury reserve right now. And he, oh, he did get suspended for one week. For but if he's tool. injured, yeah. is that going to matter? No. Isn't that kind of like, like suspending pitchers when they're on a week's rotation anyway? Yeah. Get suspended for, for a week. You get suspended yeah. for six days for throwing at somebody when you don't pitch until day seven. That's right. like giving suspension to a kid that's already uh, remote learning at home. Right. 
Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I don't understand what's going on with the, in the, in the world. Um, going back to what he was talking about with Pepe Le Pew, the, uh, you know, and Dumble being removed for, for stuff like that. And why are we going to cartoons that are made from the forties and the fifties and trying to say that that's the problem? Can, I don't, I don't understand why that's, why that's the thing that we're trying to change the past. Why not educate the present to change the future? Takes more effort. It's easier yeah. to just get mad about something. Right. But it, you get mad about that and and you're you're right, Hugh. It, that's you just it's easy to say, well, that's the problem. Yeah. But don't fix the problem. Just say that's the problem and don't don't do anything about it. And then keep complaining about well, it. Well, fixing the problem requires actually changing people's views, which it right. is sometimes impossible to do. Right. And um, I'm not saying that people who get mad about this stuff don't actually want to change those views, but that's not why they're doing what they're doing. They're doing it because they want to have something to be pissed off about. They want to have a focus. They want to be able to have, um, you know, marches or riots or sit-ins or whatever, something to be angry about. It's, it's they want to be activists. Um, you can't be an activist for, I'm sorry, you can't be righteously pissed off and teaching somebody how to be a better person at the same time, you know, the two don't really mix because that requires understanding and compassion uh, for somebody who has a view that's different than yours. It's easier to just be mad. Right. right. It's, 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 it's more commonplace to just shout them down now if they're, if they feel differently than you, right. like you're, you're, you're not going to have to beat the, to beat, beat the person down if they don't believe what you believe. Yes. Because if it's not your opinion, you know, we, we can't have a discord about it and try and work it out. It's just whoever can shout louder is the one that's going to win. Or the one that has the media on their side. Definitely. Marlboro. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, that, 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 that's it. I just, you know, I, I feel this guy should have been a, should have been fired for better, like a better term. He shouldn't be suspended. He shouldn't have got a fifty thousand dollar fine. He shouldn't be suspended for a year. I mean, in my mind, this that doing that to somebody um, is almost as the same as performance enhancing drugs. Nowadays, everything you're everywhere. Social media is everywhere, and especially if you're doing a podcast like we do. I mean, obviously, our podcast reaches to a certain certain extent, but these other people have podcasts. <laughs> um, but other podcasts have, have a, 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 a far-reaching thing in the guys that are doing these live feeds of them playing games and talking to people. You don't know who you're talking to. You mean you're 25, 26, 27, 30 years old, and you could be talking to a 13-year-old like my son on, on ga- gaming. Why are you calling somebody that word? Or why are you saying those things to people? You don't know who you're talking to. Right. And like you said, the world's listening the world's watching like there is no oh it was just me and my buddies that's the internet is a wonderful and a horrible thing and there is no hiding from anything agreed that that's that's how it is now that's i mean and and, in the same vein i believe there was a country singer recently that got caught using an awful derogatory racial term as well and, you know, there was blowback on it. And then all these redneck Trumpers, basically, 
were coming out to support him. Like all of a sudden his record sales tripled because they came out in support of him. So what the fuck, yo? Right. Yeah. Same idea. Oh, I didn't mean to. What you said you said it clear as day. So convincingly. Clear as day convincingly. Yeah. It's disgusting. And that means a lot coming from you. Yeah, that's, that is not a lie. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, we, we've established I'm kind of an awful person. Um, I'm on the right side of awful. Let's put it that way. But yeah, barely. Yeah. And mine mostly comes around, if it isn't obvious by now, is mine is just my, my need to fuck with people. Like, it's completely mean spirited, but I know better. Like, and I, I know what lines not to cross. Right. And, and I'm the same way. I do the same thing with, with people. I, I joke around with people. You know, I make, I wouldn't say inappropriate comments, but I make comments that probably shouldn't be made at that time that you're making them. <laughs> but you're doing your turn to get it, to try to get a laugh. He, he's not, he wasn't trying to get a laugh when he said this. He was right. literally putting somebody down by saying this, this word. So I don't, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm in awestruck that some of the stuff that people do to each other. It is. It's oh, ridiculous. Don't be. People are awful. People are the scum Horrible. of the earth. All right. <laughs> I don't know if my my wisdom nugget can top that. Well, you, you have a few uh, moments to think about it because uh, I do have a an in memoriam I would like to bring up. Um, we lost uh, an actor this week, uh, Cliff Simon who played uh, the villain Baal in the Stargate movie and the Stargate TV series. Uh, he was like their first big villain. I mean, because Stargate ran for like 15 fucking years. So he was like a bad guy for the first six seasons. Uh, but he was in the movie as well, I believe. And uh, he died. Of, he was only 58 in a uh, right. kiteboarding accident. And I learned a lot about him. I mean, I liked the actor. He was just fucking great in the part. He was a villain you loved to hate, but also lo- whenever he popped up, because it wasn't just sequential. Whenever he was on the show, it's like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen him <laughs> in a while. Uh, he, he did some other shows, but he was also an Olympic swimmer. Uh, and I'm, I got pulled it up here. An Air Force veteran, a South African Air Force veteran, windsurfing instructor and a model. Like wow. he did all sorts of crazy shit. And, and I read another article that had about three more things in it than this one did, because I just pulled this up really quick. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of sad. You know, he was uh, the 58 is young. God, I hope 58 is young. <laughs> I think it still is. Yeah. I think it's considered young. Yeah, but a kiteboarding accident. Man, what an awful way to go. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably die the same way, but that's just because I don't know what I'm doing. Well, yeah, but you die on the first time. I mean, you yes. know, this guy knew what he was doing. So, Wow, well, that's too I bad. Mean, We'd be we'd be like, yeah, Paul, I, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. When he, yeah. second he said he was going to kiteboard, I knew it was going to happen. You know, this is somebody who like shows other people how to do this shit. You know? Right. So, uh, it's kind of like the Steve Irwin thing. What? The crocodile hunter. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that, that would have been irony if he'd been killed by a crocodile. But still, it was there was irony there and it was sad. Yes. But his whole family has a show now on Discovery Plus. I'm not surprised. Isn't the the, the daughter um, pregnant Indy. now? Um, I don't. I you know I don't know her, and I don't talk that much anymore. Well, I mean, you should probably reach out, <laughs> just see how she's doing. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the whole family's on there. I think so. I think there might be some little kids, and the mom is there. So you know, at least uh, you know the uh, legacy didn't die with him, which is good. 
because that was a fucking legend right there. Yeah, it was. Go ahead, Paul. Drop your nuggets. All right. Well, I guess we're going to wrap it up. <clears throat> so my, this week's wisdom nugget. Nachos are just tacos who didn't have their life together yet. Good night, everybody, and megabyte me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. production.